Hello everyone. I am Jen Coakley. I am the operations manager for Sanitation Conversation. I am filling in for Devon today. Um, today we are going to be chatting with Megan Gray. So this is our first behind the brush um, for 2021. So we're super excited to chat with Megan. I see her. She just joined. Let me get her logged in here. And I'm just searching for her. Give us just a moment. So again, I'm Jen Coakley. I'm the operations manager for Sanitation Conversation. I'm normally behind. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. I'm actually, I literally just pulled into my house because Hi. we had an overnight <laughs> shoot on set. So I'm just oh, like. Yes. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> yes. I'm like, hi, everyone. I'm awake. <laughs> uh, so, Megan, I just want to do a quick introduction. Um, this is our Behind the Brush series where we talk to established professionals in the cosmetic and makeup industry to gain insight on who they are behind the brush and their perspective on sanitation. So, yes. of course, today we're talking to Megan, um, Megan Gray's MUA. Definitely give her a follow. Check out her work. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And a little um, background on Megan. So she's a 15-plus year veteran as a department head of makeup, celebrity artist, which one of the celebrities you worked on, I was just like, <laughs> I think you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, that's right. A lot of people are like, oh my God, I love him. <laughs> uh, male groomer and hairstylist. Um, she's worked in television, movies, music, and artistry education as well. Um, some namely um, people that she's worked on is Andy Cohen, Sierra French Montana, Alex Bornstein, and that's just to name a few. Yeah. Um, and then she also has a total of 43 credits on her IMDb and has won two awards, Best Hair and Makeup and Crew Award for her work on Violet, Violet Rain. Wow, so you guys amazing. really did some research. I did, I did. <laughs> I, we always like to know about who we're talking to just so we come in prepared. Um, but amazing work. Definitely check out her Instagram. Thank um, you so much. a link to her website and her bio with all her beautiful work there. And just amazing, amazing um, resume. Thank you. So, thank you. yeah, of course. So, Megan, tell us a little bit about yourself, about who you are behind the brush. So, how did you get started in the makeup industry? Well, I got started... Um, I like to tell people, I went to cosmetology school in high school. It was, I went as an oh, wow. ROP uh, elective and going to cosmetology school, my grandmother had owned a hair salon. Mm -hmm. um, I worked with her in her hair salon. Like my aunt had a hair salon, worked with her in a hair salon. Um, so I was always around hair, always around hair and seeing all the women come in and get their hair done. And I never really knew I knew people did makeup but I always knew it was over the counter makeup I didn't mm -hmm. think of it being a profession and um one day my sister is a was a professional dancer and um 
she was on set and the person couldn't do their her makeup because she was darker skin and my sister's darker than me she's not she's a beautiful chocolate brown skin and so <laughs> they couldn't um match her and so i was with her because i did her hair because she it was up in a ponytail most you know a lot of artists don't know how to do african-american hair so right. of course I, I did her hair and then i was like well she had her own stuff so i just did her makeup herself myself and one of the celebrities who she was dancing for was like who did your makeup and she was like, oh, my, my little sister did it. At the time, I was young. And um, the artist was already freaking out because the, the celebrity they had to do was very dark skin. And they, if they didn't, and my, darker than my sister. If they didn't have my sister's skin tone, I knew right. they weren't going to be able to do her makeup. And he was like, well, you're going to do my makeup. And <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't have a kit. I didn't have a kit. He was like, well, use her stuff. <laughs> and literally I used her makeup to do his makeup and that was my first huge job it was a music wow. video I was like talk about okay. getting thrown right into it thrown into the fire <laughs> and then I just you know after that I got a little bug because I didn't know you know I didn't know too much about makeup so I went and researched and then I also was in the music industry because I, I sing and I write people don't know that I used to do that also and people heard that I went to school for hair and makeup, and they were like, "Oh, you went to, you went to school. You went to come. You do hair? Yeah. Can you come and um, do uh, my friend on set and all that?" And I'm like, "I don't have a kit." And then my grandmother, I told my grandma, I said, "Grandma, keep, people keep asking me to come do makeup, and I don't have a kit." And I didn't know my grandmother did makeup. I knew she did hair. She was like, oh, I have a kit. And she had a full-blown kit, all like the top-of-the-line stuff you can think. At the time, MAC was big. MAC, everybody used MAC. Everybody, right. you know. It was the go-to. So her, whole kit, her whole kit was MAC. So MAC brushes and all this. And then she was like, oh, we need to go to IMAX so we can get you a kit. And I was like, what is IMAX? <laughs> Didn't know anything about IMAX. And she took me to IMAX and we went and we went on a spree and she got everything I needed for me to do makeup. And then that's when I was like, okay, I saw everybody. I saw the community and I saw the people and I was like, this is for me. You know, when I first started, I, you know, everybody wanted to be that celebrity makeup artist. Everybody wanted to work on the magazines and things like that. And yes, I went and I did the magazines and stuff. But when I put my first foot on set of a television show, I was like, oh, no, I'm done. This is me. I need to be, <laughs> I like to be on set for TV and films and just being able to read the script and break it down and mm -hmm. 3d visualize the characters is something that I was like, wow, this is, this is what I want to do. So that's a little bit about me uh, and how I started. People don't know that. Oh, also I'm a mom. I have four children. Um, yeah. I'm a single mom of four and they have been my rock on the times where, you know, people think it's easy for us right. freelance artists to, uh, work and do it but no my kit um you guys actually sent me some stuff because my kit was stolen from me i know um, i saw that and, we felt so bad had, yeah and i had to restart and i can't say how my children as people were bringing things in labeling it making sure it was in my daughter labeling everything i don't put your name on everything so nobody steals from you again mom and <laughs> you know just they were my rock in the community just poured into me that I, I never thought anything like that would happen and 
I'm I just I've been on a high of gratefulness for a while. For since November, I've just been so grateful for the community, so grateful for you know just the little things that I have. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, and I actually, I do a lot of the behind the scenes for sanitation conversation, and I came across um, your post in Glossable, and again, just the community, I just, I can't say enough good things about our community, they're so yeah, empowering, uplifting, you know, the, the first question everyone asked was, how can we help? Yeah. So I'm really yeah, glad that I'm, the community really... was able to come together and Get you squared away. Get you back to work. Yeah, because the crazy <laughs> thing is when it happened, I had just got my first union job. And I was like, are you serious? No, no. Right when you first get onto, you know, you finally feel like you've made it to the next level. Right. Something like this happens. And it's like, because me, everybody knows I'm private. Half the time, the only thing you see I post as my work or I talk about work or anything like that. I never really talk about what's going on, right. you know, behind, you know how we are. We just keep mm -hmm. pushing, keep a smile on our face because not everybody wants to hear all the, the bad things and stuff like that. But to, I was like, I got to say something. I was like, because there's no way next week I start this job and I have nothing, you know? So. Well, I'm glad that we were able to get it together for you. <laughs> yeah. And I've been listening on set. I love the LucasAw. Um, I'm spraying down and cleaning everything. The brush cleaner. I don't know if you guys have used the brush cleaner. The brush cleaner is, I like it better than another brand that I use all the time. I love it. Awesome. We're so happy to hear that. So Megan, what part of the industry do you work in specifically? Um, I'm mostly the department head on television and film. I do a lot of the um, African-American films and TV shows, and I just did a new show for Freeform. Um, oh, nice. Disney, but most of the stuff is film and television. I do do photo shoots, you know, when I'm called to do photo shoots. I do do photo shoots and, you know, brides and campaign shoots, but it just depends on the client and things like that. But most of my work, most of the stuff I do is on TV and film. Perfect. And you're based out of California, correct? Yes, Los Angeles, California. And how is the the market right now? How is everything going with shutdowns and open ups and <laughs> it's 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 a lot different. It I've always already been um I got something in my eye. Sorry guys. Um I've always been a sanitation person anyway. Mm -hmm. Um I've always been very clean and you know with the talent that I've worked with, you know, they always are paying attention to everything that you're doing. So I've always been already had a clean kit and a clean set um, and things like that. But it now being with COVID, it's been double, you know, right. I feel like I've been adding a, a double extra protection. Um, like some, I'm on a small show right now, but I made it adamant that my team and I have to have our own separate areas. You can't put, extras in here you can't right. you know because when, sometimes when it's lower budgets they want to just throw everybody in the makeup room no that's not what we're doing <laughs> you know so mm -hmm. i've been very adamant on making sure that my team is safe and because the actors have to come in there and, and remove their uh, mask and things like that so if i can't keep them safe and keep my team safe i can't work you right. know what i mean and a lot of us go home to our families at the end of the day. So if we're going home to our families and you can't keep us safe, we can't work. So we got to make sure that we are safe. 
um, that we are clean and tidy and, and things like that. So it's just been an extra double protection that I've been that I've been adding. I've already kept everything nice and neat and clean. I'm an adamant like your kit has to look immaculate when you work with me. Right. Um, one of my uh, artists is on here right now, Cece. And Cece knows I basically you need to mimic my kit. <laughs> and she knows she like she yells at me all the time, Megan, I can't afford everything you have. I'm like, well, we're gonna get it. Because I need you to mimic my kit. <laughs> so. <laughs> so now that we're touching on sanitation a little bit, what did sanitation look like when you first started in the industry? It looked non existent. <laughs> I don't well, yeah, know. that kind of leads into the next part of that question is, um, at the time, was there any education or resources available on how to learn proper sanitation practices? I think if you did it for me, the reason why I understood sanitation and the sanitation practices is because I was a cosmetologist and I went to cosmetology school. And going to cosmetology school, you learn sanitation. If a, dr a brush falls on the floor, you don't use it anymore. You put it in, put it in your quads. Um, if anybody knows what doesn't know what quats is, it's basically your barbicide and water, you know, mixed together, and that's where you put your dirty brushes. Um, so for me, I already knew that, so I already had a sense of uh, sanitation already. But there were a lot of artists that I've noticed that didn't use mascara wands or spoolies, didn't use. Um, lip gloss straight out of the tube and put it on the lips and then put it back in their kit. And, you know, they, they did things like that. And I'm like, that's nasty. <laughs> I'm like, you can't do that. You can't do that. I'm like, girl, no. Or using the mascara and then putting it back and then using that same mascara on somebody else because they are not using their palettes or anything like that. And I'm like, I remember, I will never forget one season of fashion week a young model got pink eye because of that. And I was like, right. that's the main reason why we don't share stuff. Me, I can't share makeup with anyone. My right. skin is so sensitive. My eyes are so sensitive that I could barely put mascara, my own mascara on without my eyes burning and watering and, and stuff like that. <laughs> so I can't, I don't want that for the next person. Right. So I've always had... Um, Mascara wands, um, lip pencils, because uh, lip uh, brushes, because I like a lip brush and not a, uh, a doe foot applicator. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a lip brush girl. So I've always had lip brushes for everyone. Um, I just always kept and cleaned after each person. That's just something that I've always done because I know, one, I'm allergic to just almost everything. And two, I just want everybody to feel safe. And then they always come back. You know, they always, oh, we love working with Megan. She's so clean. You see her kid. You know what I mean? You always want somebody to say that about you. So I just, when anyone who works with me knows how I am, make sure your stuff is clean. If you come in with it, I've sent people home over their kits looking unclean and unsanitary. Right. And it's a way to indirectly train our clients too, because now they know what to look for, especially with everything that's gone on in the past year, they're hyper aware now, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I had clients who were like, girl, I never knew I needed to wash my brushes. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Throw, how long, oh, I've had this beauty blender for almost a year and a half. Throw it away, love, you can buy another one. <laughs> you know, I know we can wash them out, but that's a long time, let's, let's, right. let's, buy, let's buy a new one. 
If you don't want to take take the one I'm using on you right now, and then I think you can have that one. <laughs> you know. Um. So, what have you found the most challenging since COVID nineteen? So, when everything happened, were you out of work for a little bit, or? I will say it's been a blessing. Um, for me personally, mm-hmm. uh, I was on set when we were filming um, in March. And um, in March, I think, no, we were filming in February and we got shut down. Our our crew got shut down right at the beginning of March, towards the end of February. And um, I, I will say, you know, I freaked out a little bit. Like, oh, man, I can't afford to not be working. Right. I can't afford to not be doing anything but something in me clicked and that's when yes for the first month and stuff I will say I was lazy and I was like well I'm just gonna watch Netflix all day you know <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna for lie. some of us it was much needed time off <laughs> yes yeah yeah and then then I went and I was like okay what can I do to keep myself busy and keep and make my brand because people don't realize when you're an artist you're also a brand you're your own brand how can I make my brand better and that's when another second click in me happened to where I redid my whole website um I actually looked through all the call sheets in every show that I've ever done and added it on my IMDB um I literally turned into my own little agent and started teaching classes and holding um zooms and lives and stuff for people who wanted to do certain things and you know so i just another another gear kicked in me i was doing i I never did videos i never really wanted to do um videos online i'm like i don't that's not me i've never (laughs) wanted to do that but i started grab my daughter and you know come here sit down i'm gonna do your makeup and you know we're going to uh just so i could keep my mind my artist mind activated Right. You know, sometimes if we let it stay dull, you know, we lose that spark. And I was like, I don't want to lose the spark because this right. is something that I love so much. So I just had that other drive in me click. And then I just, I kept going. And I've noticed that I gained so much more um, when I did that. You know, some people are like, I don't know what to do. Enough. Girl, go through all of your stuff. Go through all everything that you've ever done and figure out, okay, what do I, what can I do to make my site better? Look at other artists and their work and practice, you know. So that's what I did. You know, yes, it was hard for the first month. But after that, I was like, oh, no, I got to get up. I got to get up because I'm not that person that likes to sit home all day. Sometimes, yeah, I want to be home and just be in the bed and I don't want to do anything. But that's when today I've worked all night, worked all night. So, yeah, sometimes you just want to chill and, and not do anything. But also there's a time when you need to get that click and keep going. Right. Yeah, and that was the perfect time to really, you know, as you said, a a freelance artist, 95% of the time you're working and you don't really have the time to assess your kit or your website or your branding. So that definitely was um, the perfect way to take advantage of that time. Yeah, I went through my kit and I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize how old this was. Throw it away. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much that we you know, you just, there was so much that we could, we could do at that time. So when I think that because I stayed ready, when it opened back up, I was available, I was ready to go. You know, some people were like, oh my God, where's my kid? I got to get it together. I got, no, but when that call came and was like, hey, oh, we have a job for you. Are you ready? I was ready. I was there. 
and I was able to work. And also what I did is I took every sanitation and COVID course that they had, every single one that they had. And there's a lot, people think there's only three. There's like 14, 15 of them. I took right. every single one of them, every single one, the Milady one, that's two hours and something long. I took that one. You know, I took every single course. So when it came back and like, are you ready and prepared to work for, during COVID? I was, right. you know, and some people are just now doing, you know, some have done it, but they, I didn't know about that one. I didn't know about that one. I printed them all out. So when a, a producer or someone called and asked me, I had a PDF folder with everything in it. So if they, I could send that folder over so they could see all the sanitations. I even became a COVID compliance officer just because I was like, if I can't do makeup, maybe they'll call me to do, they need somebody for that. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I had that, what else can I do? you know, in my brain, like, what else can I do to make sure that I'm bringing in revenue for my family? That's amazing. Constant mm -hmm. hustle mindset, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think as freelance artists, we have to have that mindset. We have right. to um, tap into all of our gifts. There's so many gifts that we have that we need to just tap into those so that we can always not have a lack of. Definitely. Mm hmm so, Megan, what challenges have you faced in your career thus far? So, from oh, starting out till now, what challenges There's been a have lot faced? of challenges. <laughs> um, I think, one, because I'm a mom, there's been times where I haven't been home, you know, where I've been gone. And, you know, it, I noticed that because I was gone so much that there was a lack within my children that they were missing. Um, and they were just missing me. So... For me, that's when I decided to make them involved in what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So I, I made it to where when I'm reading a script, I'm reading it out loud to them. And they are acting it out for me. They're all teenagers now, but they're all acting it <laughs> out for me. You know, doing stuff like that or bringing my oldest um, is 19, bringing him on set so he can work and be a grip when they need an extra or PA. They need extra hands because he's old enough. He can work. Um just making them included in my life and what I'm doing because I love it and I have so much passion for it. Um, there was a time when I didn't have face charts. My son, who's an artist, I asked him, I said, hey, can you draw me a face chart? And he was like, what's that? He Googled it and drew me so many different face charts just so I can have some. You know, so that's how I overcame that because they were so like, mom, you're never here. Because I used to, before I really started, I used to do movie nights every Friday, you know, and then they're noticing, okay, well, she's not here on Friday. Who are we doing movie nights with? And, you know, and then working and working and working and not learning to save money and not learning, you know, well, this light went off because I forgot about the light bill because I saw a new palette that I needed, you know, <laughs> just those, those little things. And then the droughts when you're not working at all and because you didn't save now, you have the, you're, you're almost being evicted because you're trying to, you know what I mean? There's been times where I'm still an artist and I'm working with these celebrities that I was homeless. You know what I mean? Because I didn't take in account that I needed to save my money. And there needs to be a class for artists on how to budget correctly. You know what I mean? Because we get these jobs and we, basically live paycheck to paycheck people don't realize it but a lot of times artists are living paycheck to paycheck and so for me the challenge was to learn how to get out of that paycheck to paycheck mindset mm -hmm. so i 
just I just made it a mission to where I need to save. I'm buying a home. I'm doing this, and I need to, do, and it has to be on in your face every day. Mm-hmm. I definitely so, think you're on to something, Megan. You should do a budgeting for a freelance artist class. I, I might, I might look into that. <laughs> I might bring on my um, my cousin who is a financial. You know, she went to school to be a stockbroker and knows all the financial things and things like that. I may have her do one with me because That's she's amazing. the one who helped me because it was not me. <laughs> I was like, Melissa, how you do X, Y, and Z? <laughs> <She was> like, <laughs> so, yeah. So, what piece of advice would you leave the listeners with that you found the most helpful in navigating a career in the industry? Creating your own lane and not mimic other artists and not saying you can't take inspiration from that artist but take the inspiration and create your own you know i'm very i'm known for grooming and skin you know what i mean so create your own lane i took that and i'm like okay and i came out with a skincare line for men like create your own and and Sometimes Instagram can be bad for us because we go on there and we see what everyone is doing and we think we're not doing enough when technically we are doing enough. You know, we're just doing it at our own pace. We don't have to keep up with the Joneses. You know how people say, oh, you got to keep up with the Joneses. Mm -hmm. You don't have to keep up with the Joneses. You know, create your own lane and be you to the fullest. I am me. 100% 100% whenever you wherever you go I'm going to make you laugh and I'm going to make you smile that's just me <laughs> I'm a huge they call me on set the mama bear I'm a huge are you okay do you need this and do you need that and you know that's just me and I've always been that way I don't know how not to be that way you know and one thing I can say if people always ask me what catapulted you what helped you get to the next level I am reliable if you call on me and say you need me, I'm going to be there. And if I don't, I'm not that person to say, you know, if I don't know how to do something, I'm going to let you, I don't know how to do that. I'll right. figure out a way to do it, but I don't know how to do it. So That's amazing advice. Yeah, there's definitely um, a lot to navigate in this industry. So if any of you that are watching are interested in getting into the industry, Megan is a great source of information. <laughs> she definitely you. shared some amazing tips and tricks to um, establish yourself in the career. So lastly, I want to ask what's new? What's coming up? What's in the works um, for you? Well, right now, um, again, I just stated I, I have a, a men's skincare line. It's 100% vegan and natural. It's called Denny Cosmetics. It's available now. Um, and I'm also working on a new um, app slash website called Brown Girls and Beauty. Basically, it's going to be a database um, for African-American and minorities in the industry from hairstylists and special effects artists to um, makeup artists. Um, nail techs, anybody within our industry who feel like they they don't have a voice, like, you know, because production say, we want to hire you guys, but we don't know where you guys are. Well, I'm going to help you. I'm creating something to where if you need someone who can do special effects, but you didn't know there's a lot of minorities that do it, 
I'm going to have the, the website and the database where you can find those people from all over the world, not just in the U.S. I'm trying to do Canada, South America. I'm trying to hit everybody so everybody feels included in our industry. That's amazing. That's super yeah. exciting. Yeah, so that I'm working on. I'm hoping that it is done by the end of February, beginning of March. Perfect. And the Instagram is up already. It's called Brown Girls and Beauty. So everybody make sure to follow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Megan, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today. We're so thankful and grateful for your time. And well, thank us you for having me. Um, this everybody's amazing. tuning in again make sure that you follow Megan at Megan Gray's um, MUA here on Instagram and then all of her other links are in her bio definitely go and check out her work and yeah it's been great chatting with you Megan thank you so much thank you for having me I can't wait if you want me to come on again I'm grateful to even host the class just let me know I'm so open to it this was wonderful Perfect. Thank you so much, Megan. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.